Welcome to the Larnie Wilson Show, where I help you live the life you want without guilt, fear, or shame. Welcome, welcome back to the podcast. I am really excited, as always, to be recording this. I am so glad that we're going to get to continue to go on these thought conversations together. And today we are talking about this idea that I came across, and I honestly don't even know where it was anymore. Maybe it was a TikTok. There's a good chance it was, but it's this idea of making your life an altar. And I wrote this down probably two weeks ago at this point as a subject I wanted to talk about because I found it really striking. So let's talk about what this means. How can we make our lives an altar? What does it actually look like? And what is the benefit really of doing this? Obviously, I'm also going to weave in the subconscious benefits of this. I'm going to put my hypno hat on. We're going to get into all of that as well. But let's dive in first by talking about altars in general. So through the years, throughout so, so, so many different cultures, there have always been altars. It doesn't matter if you're talking about a Judeo-Christian faith, if you're talking about a faith from the native peoples of North America, if you're talking about the faith from South Asia, like there are so many different faiths that have had altars of some sort or ways to show reverence and respect for what they worshiped. And there's a reason for that. There's not a, there's not a mistake that all of these different people throughout history across so many different cultures found a benefit in having a physical place where they could worship, where they could reflect and where they could be reverent. And this is what I think is so interesting because it almost feels like it's this human, like this innate human instinct is to create a sacred space to create a small space either in your home or what maybe it's a community space that you go to that is somehow connected to something that is bigger than you. And I don't think that these have to be necessarily religious places either. I would say like, I'm not especially religious personally, but I find so much beauty and importance and benefit in being in spaces where you can really feel that the intention is pure and loving. And that's not all spaces, right? So to find those spaces, whether they are public and official or more private, I think is really useful. So this concept of an altar has been around for what feels like forever. But what does it mean to make our lives an altar? What would that mean to you? Maybe you actually already have some ideas about this. When I heard that, I thought, wow, if I really felt like my life was an altar and I wanted to make my life an altar, I might do things a little bit differently. And I'm not saying that I have like this very irreverent or thoughtless existence, but there's something about the idea of, okay, what if I really cherish this life that I have? What if I really celebrate it? What if I exalt it? What if I treat it with so much love unconditionally? What would that be like? And I think that there's many ways that you could approach this. But the first thing that I thought is like, well, what are the ways that I would talk to myself? And how do you talk to yourself? You know, I think there's this concept of when you're in a sacred place, you want to have a certain kind of behavior, right? Like maybe you don't want to curse or like 
you know, do something that feels unkind in that sacred place. So what if the sacred place was actually your life? What if your whole life got to be this altar? And that's not to say that you can't curse. Like, obviously, like, you can curse. But it's more to say, well, what would it look like to speak to yourself in a loving and compassionate way? What would it look like to actually give yourself compassion and grace when something went wrong, as opposed to blaming yourself? And also, what kind of choices would you be making? When I think personally of my life, if I want it to be this celebration, if I want it to be an altar, like this really incredible space that I want it to be, for me personally, that means getting outside of my comfort zone. That means choosing to do things that might feel scary or maybe overwhelming at first, but choosing to do them because I know that they're going to lead me to something incredible on the other side. I wouldn't want to look back on the altar of my life and just see things that ha- that I hadn't explored, things that I had thought about but then left at the wayside, things that I hadn't trusted myself to pick up and investigate and be curious about. And obviously, you know, we only have 24 hours in the day, so we can't do everything all at once. But I do think that we can prioritize certain things at certain stages in our life. And I think it's useful to consider if you looked at the altar of your life, would there be things that you hadn't explored but really, really wanted to? Would there be things that you had kept yourself away from because you didn't know how they were going to turn out? Or would you be able to look at the altar of your life and say, wow, this represents me. This represents who I am. My life is a representation of the essence of me. Because I think that's really what making our lives an altar is about. For me, in my point of view, it's about creating a life that represents who you are to the fullest. And that means having the opportunity to explore all these parts of yourself. That means giving yourself a chance to take the the pottery class or to book that trip so that you can go on that amazing hike or to learn how to scuba dive or whatever it is. Because these are all parts of you. And of course, maybe you have certain roles in your family. Maybe you're a mom, a sister, a daughter, Maybe you're a partner. Maybe you are, you know, some auntie and like you're taking care of things in that way. You can have all of these roles. But I think sometimes we get locked into, okay, well, my life has to be this way. And so I'm going to fulfill all the things that allow me to be this person, to have this singular identity in this life. And the truth is, we just don't have a singular identity. We are complex and nuanced. And, you know, when I was thinking about choosing to leave Pittsburgh, I really thought about this. I don't think I had the term or had this concept of like an altar yet, but I thought about this. And I thought, okay, well, if I looked back at my life and chose to stay somewhere just because I was afraid of what it would be like to leave it, I wouldn't be satisfied. Me personally. I know I needed to listen to that call to explore and to go out and to see more of the world. It's a part of who I am. I've always loved exploration and different cultures and languages. Like that's just, it's so a part of me. 
And so staying in one place when I haven't really figured out if that's the place I love just wouldn't have felt authentic. It wouldn't have felt like the altar of my life was fully adorned. And so I want you to consider for yourself, what are the things that your life currently says about you? What are the routines that you have? What are the rituals perhaps either with yourself or other people? What is that saying about your life? What does that altar look like and feel like? And does it feel like it's fully representing you? Now, I'll be honest, you may feel like you aren't quite fully represented in the way that you want to be, but that you're working towards it. And so that's great. Like if you feel like, okay, the altar of my life is getting like some fresh flowers put on it and I'm exploring certain things and I'm kind of in process, then amazing. But if you feel like you have completely ignored certain sections of your life's altar, if you feel like you have kind of forgotten that there are little nooks and crannies there that even exist, then I would really encourage you to take this opportunity and get curious about them again. Which I mean to say, get curious about yourself. What parts of yourself are you not expressing or not allowing to be expressed? What parts of yourself are you hiding or holding back from or even afraid of looking at? And why is that? Because I think we all have some part that we're not looking at, right? We all have some element of ourselves that maybe we haven't fully allowed to come to the surface. For me personally, I am on this journey the past couple of months of reckoning with my relationship to anger. That could be a whole other podcast episode, but it's really, really interesting. And that's something that I've never explored before is, okay, well, what does anger look like and feel like to me? And can I allow myself to experience this? Like, what? how does that impact everything else on the altar? So just something like that, where you're like, maybe this is a part of myself that I've written off as bad or wrong or insignificant. And if so, could now be the time for me to revisit it. And how do we revisit it? Well, obviously I'm going to say hypnotherapy because that's what I do, but it's also because I see how powerful this is. I see how powerful it is to go on a subconscious level on this journey to understanding yourself better. And of course, you're going to have a really deep experience when you work with a practitioner, but I think even sitting down with a journal or going and taking a walk and allowing yourself to reflect with intention on a specific topic, that can make such a huge inroad in deepening your relationship to yourself and having a better understanding of what is the altar that you're creating? What is that? How do you want it to feel? How do you want it to look? How do you want other people to engage with that altar? This brings up a great question that we can ask ourselves about boundaries. Sometimes our life altar has been completely overrun by other people. And why? Because we let them. No one can allow us to get overrun by someone else except for ourselves. And that might sound harsh to hear, but ultimately our relationship to boundaries is what allows us to create a sacred space, is what allows us to create a beautiful life that's ours. And not a life that's in isolation, not a life that is not in dialogue with other lives and other people's altars, but we need to have some sense of our own space in order to know how do I want to interact with those around me. 
sometimes we may never have even been given the chance to explore that and understand that better. So there's a couple of ways that I imagine you could start by really designing and connecting with the altar of your life. If you like to visualize things, choose that to be your meditative image. Sit down, take a couple of deep breaths, and really ask yourself, okay, what is the altar of my life? And let the images come in. Maybe you see something that's very um, what do I want to say? Like very realistic. Like maybe it actually looks like an altar, but maybe it's different colors or images or even memories that come to the surface for you. Maybe if you prefer something that's a bit more tactile, sit down with some paper and some colored pencils or crayons and start just drawing what the altar of your life is. It doesn't have to be some sort of 3D diorama thing. You can have colors be representing things to you. It doesn't matter if anyone else understands it right? Like this is your altar. This is your life. We want to get a better understanding for ourselves. And then if it's important for us to communicate that with someone else, you know, that's the next step. You'll figure out what those words are. But right now it's about the feeling and the connection. So maybe you're visualizing it. Maybe you're drawing and letting that come through you. Maybe you are taking a walk and connecting to your body and allowing yourself to say, okay, well, how does this feel? Does this resonate with how I want to be feeling in my life? There's so many different ways that you could explore this, but I really encourage you to do that because once you are clearer about how to create a life that you really, really love, you can take step tw- steps towards it. You can figure out, am I moving in that direction? My goal is for you to create a life that you love. My goal is for you to be so clear in your relationship to yourself that the choices you make flow so easily without stress, without anxiety, without guilt or shame, that you just get to be you and to create this incredible journey and get to be so present in that. But we start by doing this work or this assignment in the way that makes sense to us, in the way that's going to land. And then piece by piece, you build. You might not sit down and get all the answers in one day. Like I know for me, the altar of my life is fun. That word comes up for me all the time when I'm in hypnosis. Like the life I want, it is fun. I'm going to have a good time. (laughs) That's so important to me. And so I'm like, okay, if fun is a major driving force for the altar of my life, then how do I honor that? How do I support myself in experiencing that? And so maybe for you, the word is something else. Like there are probably multiple words or multiple experiences, but that's one that I think is, it's so funny to me because I never would have imagined that that was so important, but literally every single time I'm in hypnosis lately, fun comes up. Like I just want to have a really good time. And so start there, start with getting curious, asking yourself some questions, starting to connect with what you really feel is the altar of your life. And then I would say, once you have an idea, like that is the time to book a hypnotherapy session because you might find that there are some hesitations that are coming up. You're like, well, I really want it to feel like this, but I'd be willing for it to like settle for this. If you find any of that coming up for you, write all of that down. Write down the hesitation, write down the objections, write down the settling that you're already setting yourself up to do because we don't want any of that. We don't want any of that getting in the way of what you deeply, deeply desire because 
I really think that when we're living in alignment with ourselves, with our purpose, with who we are, then amazing things happen in our lives and we're able to create amazing experiences for every single person who crosses our path. Even if that experience is simply making them realize how important they are, how seen they are, how worthy they are. Like there doesn't even have to be a conversation for you to impact someone. You know that. Like if you've ever been in a space where someone was just like so themselves and you're like, wow, this person, like who is she? She's amazing. And then you walk away and you're like, wow, you think about her. You're like, wow, she was so cool. Or on the other side, if you are in a space and someone is really having a bad day and really taking it out on the people around them, you're like, oh, wow, I do not want to be in that environment. Like you being in alignment with yourself, having your subconscious in order to support you, that is the difference, can be such a big difference for people that you don't even know and that you're never going to meet. So this is where I'm going to leave it for today. I'm really excited about this. I almost want to like check back in and see how your alter envisioning and imagining and cultivation is going. But you know what you could do? You can send me a message. You can send me a DM on Instagram and tell me how you chose to start exploring your alter, maybe what initially came up for you and if there were any surprises that you had about that. You could also, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can leave it in the comments below. But I I can't wait to see what we uncover because I know this is just the beginning. And once you start thinking about your life in this way, things begin to change. So take good care, go do this, report back on what comes up for you. And I will talk to you very soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Larney Wilson show. If you enjoyed this episode, then go ahead and subscribe, leave us a five-star review, and I will see you back here very soon.